Good afternoon, everyone. I am Carrie Little. Many of you know me as Carrie Little, the instructor, and Carrie Little, the owner, broker, owner, and designated managing broker of Caremark Realty Group in Illinois. And today, I want to have a conversation with my identical twin sister, Dr. Mina Blazy from California. And we want to talk about real estate and would you live here because she comes from, go for it, Mina. Uh oh, I can't hear you, Mina. I'm Dr. Mina Blazy and I live in Southern California. I'm a director of research, learning and data in a school district in Southern California, California. And I'm a former science educator and former principal. And that will be imperative to this conversation. So back to you, Carrie. So, you know, in in the real estate world, and I've been in the real estate world since about 1997, licensed since 2001. When we go out and we show homes, <clears throat> we, you know, often when I'm showing properties or when I would show, because many of you know, I manage a company now, people would say, you know, Carrie, would you live here? And agents would clam up or especially new agents because you're like, you know what, you know, what do I say? What do I say? Because we can't steer. We can't tell you where to live because it could be a violation of the Fair Housing Act um, from 1968. So we have to be stay clear away from that. But it is okay to say to the consumer, you know, the question would be is whether I want to live there or not, you have to live there. So I always tell them my story about where I live and where I live, you know, what was important to me was I could afford the house in 1997. Um, and for me, I wanted diversity in a school. I wanted my kids to have people that look like them. I wanted them to have <clears throat> other groups that they could be around. And most importantly, in the city I live in, we offer a dual language program. So I have two kids that can read, write, speak, think, dream in two languages, which is kind of cool. So for me, it was a little bit uh, different. And a lot of times as agents, we're like, you know what? you know, I just don't know what to say. So I always go back to the question of, you know, take a second and think about why you want to live somewhere. Where do you want to move to and what's important to you? But Mina, you can talk about it because because right. you are not a real estate agent and it's a little bit different from you and you actually do the research. So if someone, you know, as a real estate agent, why would it be important to be in contact with someone like you or people in education? So I, I, I kind of want to do just a little bit of a recap and just let everyone know that's on Clubhouse that my twin sister and I are live on YouTube and Facebook and we're streaming um, together on both of our YouTube channels. So if you're on Clubhouse, just know that you hear both of us and it's two different people, even though we sound identical um, on Clubhouse. And we are talking about um, just comparing real estate agents and um, educational leaders. So back to the question, why is it imperative that you know someone like me? The reason why it's important to know someone like me, especially if you are moving to an area, you want to meet the principal. You want to go in and really have questions about, tell me about your school. You want to walk into the front door to see how you see the environment. And you also want to 
um, know how you feel when you walk into the school site. Because sometimes we believe it's in the best interest of moving to an area because we've gone on greatschools.org, which by the way, is very biased. But that's the, if you go online and you say, tell me about this school and you put the name of the school in YouTube or even in um, on the internet in Google, that's what comes up. But when you, when you move somewhere, you want to move there because you get information from your perspective, not the perspective of others. And we'll kind of break that down, too. Yeah, because, <clears throat> you know what, Dr. Blazy, you know, people are saying, in, you know, already in the chat, you know, they're glad they caught this. Um, these are some really great points. And again, for those of you listening on Clubhouse, this is Carrie speaking. And a lot of times we just don't know how to have the conversations or around diversity or around, you know, where should I live? And, you know, location might matter. Right. So we location might matter. Um, but but again, for for me as a homeowner, not as a real estate agent or a realtor member, for me as a homeowner, what was important to me was I wanted diversity. I wanted my kids to be able to be involved. You know, you might not have the best athlete in the world, but if they want to play basketball, soccer, baseball, gymnastics, whatever they want to do, if you move to a community where everyone is or where the top players are, your kids are not as likely to actually play. So what matters to you? And I'll have, and, and for me, it was, I wanted a, a train in my community so we could get downtown Chicago, although I don't ride it as often, but I also thought about why I wanted to train. It was because of resale, resale mattered, but diversity was huge for me. And the other thing that was important to me was getting to know the educators in where we live because they're the voice and they can be the voice for me when I'm working with um, a potential client. So talk about, because we've talked about this before on Clubhouse, talk about when we have, um, let's, let's just talk about, let's just make it real. You have a family that's um, black or African-American. Okay. And they want to be somewhere where you have the best school scores. And as a real estate agent, I can send them to all these sites. But the first thing I would say to them is, is I need you to go do the research. And they'll say, well, Carrie, can you do it for me? I can say, I can do it for you, but I'm not going to live there. So when you put in the effort and the work, it'll be more important to you and it'll resonate with you. So when you call the school district, I always say, ask for a breakdown of the scores. And for me, that means we have gen ed, we have dual language and bilingual. We also have um, early learning, which also has a Suzuki program for violins at the age of three, which is kind of cool. But you need to call and ask for a breakdown of what's available and a breakdown of the scores. Because in the city I live in, we have kids. So I have the two kids. They started in kindergarten in Spanish, Spanish and English, and their school score sucked until hmm, about fourth grade. Because after, you know, after kindergarten, my kids were, you know, their brains were trying to learn English and Spanish because 90% of first and second grade, you know, kindergarten and first grade were taught in Spanish. So now you have kids that go home to English and they're trying to learn Spanish. And so their scores will always be lower until about fourth grade. But by the time they get to sixth grade, their scores are higher than the gen ed, the kids that only learn English, um, learn in English. So talk about why it's important to make sure when you put, when you decide where you want to live, 
knowing the demographics and knowing uh, the school scores and why an African-American child might do better in a different community. So, um, and I'll give you my story. And I'm in Southern California. We lived in Palm Springs. We live in what we call the high desert right now. And when we moved here, we moved because I became an assistant principal of a very comprehensive high school. And then I met with our human resources department and the gentleman over the assistant super of HR said, well, um, at Mina, we, I picked you because I knew you had a background in science and we're opening a STEM school, a 712 STEM school with um, a, the former principal that was my mentor. And I'll say her name, Dr. Gaskins. She opened the school. I was her assistant principal and I made a choice to move my three of my children there. And I chose that because I, you know, my bias is that I have a background in science. So I wanted to influence them and give them something that they could use possibly. Uh, there were two pathways, for example, they could have chosen uh, engineering or biomedical. And I knew that that would enhance what they wanted to do. And they always talked about science and engineering. So I gave them a boost. The school district that I had them in, now I am going to say, I'm not going to say the name, but well, let me tell you this. It's in, it's in a high desert high school um, district and they aren't the, they don't have the greatest scores. But here's the thing, what I did, even though I could have put them in a more private school or a different parent choice school, I knew that, um, first of all, if you are an advocate for education, your children are going to do well, well wherever you take them, wherever you take them. But I also knew the vision of the principal. And now, did I know her personally? Yes and no. I knew her because I worked with her a little bit, like two months. However, I knew that she believed in the education system. I knew that she believed that every student would do well. She also really believed in the connections of the community. So that was one thing. The other thing, and they didn't have any test scores yet. So that's another thing. But I knew that her vision was something that I aspired to um, be like. So that was why I moved my own children there. Now, I was a former um, principal of a, um, uh, a STEM elementary school. And I'm going to do some comparisons for you right now. The school district itself, I love the school district. I love the vision of the superintendent. She was fabulous, fabulous. Students from the school district, it was an elementary school district, have gone on to go to Harvard and come or come back to be teachers. Here's the thing. The test scores actually for the entire school district were some of the lowest in the state and even the county. However, the school site, the STEM school that I opened, not only did they have the highest test scores um, uh, in the district, but outscored the state and the county in English, uh, mathematics and science. Why is that important? Because not only do we outscore them or the, the state and the county, we also, our BIPOC community, our Black, Indigenous, people of color community, outscored the state, the county, and the district. And not to mention, I compare. And the reason why I compared as a principal is that I wanted to share this data with the community because I wanted those families to stay and I don't live near Berkeley. I'm about six or seven hour drive from Berkeley with or without traffic. And the same demographic group, black, indigenous, people of color, our Latinx students outscored Berkeley students. Even though if you look up Berkeley student scores, they are the probably one of the highest in the States. Now think about that. 
the highest in the state. But if you go and look at your demographics, uh, you don't necessarily want to live there because if you are a black family and you went and you looked at the data for you, black students, you go, oh, my gosh, they're not scoring very well. So how are they going to treat my child? Or what's going to happen? Are they going to focus on my child? But if you go to a school district, the scores aren't as great, but the black students and the white students and the Asian students are kind of similar. That means you have a school leader that wants equity. You have a school leader that's going to go out of their way to help your child. And then you look at female and male and they're about the same. Now you have a conversation. So I think that parents, first of all, parents should be thinking about what school they want to go to. And then maybe we can talk a little bit about how real estate agents can connect to the school site. You know, yeah, we could we could probably talk about this for hours. And we're, our goal is not to keep you all day, but we thought we'd give you kind of a, a little tip of the iceberg about some of the conversations we're going to have over the next um, 12 months um, when it comes to real estate and education and different communities and things like that. But so, yeah, you made a good point on why it's important for real estate agents to make sure they're connecting with um, the principals, maybe getting involved. So let's take it from this perspective. If you're a real estate agent and you're not involved in the school district, I should just say shame on you, but you need to go get involved. Number one, it's an opportunity for a lead. But number two, you're going to actually you're going to your kids are going to do better. Right. It's the people that are involved that uh, that make sure their kids do well. So because in a community I live in, you know, we're a diverse community. Um, but I learned that people that moved here from certain countries the parents didn't come to school as much. Um, but but the goal was to try to figure out how do we get the parents involved and how do we make sure that our kids that weren't native um, Spanish speakers uh, work with the parents that were nat native Spanish speakers so we could collaborate together so, we, so our kids were successful no matter what. So we made sure that our kids were going to um, go to college, whether they finish or not, at least right away. Yeah, we're, yeah, I know some of us are still working on that. But so get involved in the PTO or the PTA. Get involved if your kids are on sports. Get involved in the booster club. Show up because when you show up, your kids show up because number one, they're like, oh, my mom's here. My dad's here. I got to go do the work. Right. Actually, right. And the other thing with that is that when you show up um, in kinder through fifth grade, um, typically parents stop showing up after they believe that they aren't as competent as the grade level. Stop that. If Even if you don't understand calculus, even if you don't understand the middle school math, you need to see, keep showing up because the more you're available for your children, the better experience they'll have. But parents tend to stop going to functions unless their kids are in sports. But you need to go up, go to school, ask questions. And there are tips that I can share with you about how you can help your kids at another time. But you need to show up because the, the day you stop showing up as a parent is the day your children start to think, well, you didn't show up last year. So then they start to get uncomfortable with you around. It's weird. No, show up. I was at, at the school all of the time. Not to mention I was their AP or assistant principal for a little bit, but I was there even after that. So, so before we kind of wrap up, I want to ask this question and I'll just state some of these things. So do scores, school scores really matter? Answer that question. Do school scores really matter? Um, yes and no. 
Um, know when it comes to where you want to live, you, you need to feel comfortable and love the experience because I've, if you have a principal, a community and teachers that really love what you're, love children and work together and collaborate, the test scores don't need to be um, extreme. However, if you go to a school district where they they focus on the academic piece so much that they only focus on the students that are high achievers, you will be disconnected from the school and you will be pushing and fighting and pushing and fighting. And by the way, your child will probably be more likely to be suspended and or expelled because they are a lower population in a demographic. And if they get triggered or somebody says something like the N-word in a child's ear and they finally lose it, the only thing people see is that child getting upset. So we really have to have a perspective and know that the principal is going to advocate for you. The principal wants to be there and the community, it's a community effort. And you need to stay in the community because you as a whole can help the community grow. We don't help our own communities grow when we go to communities that we think are going to help us because test scores are higher. Now, yes, they're important when you want to get into college. However, like I said at the beginning, if you are a parent that that enjoys and appreciates education, your children are going to do well anyway. So it's not we're not now we're talking about just your child or your children. They're going to do well anyway. And then you have the ability to show your children, especially if you're an ally, especially if you have white children, it's okay to let them go to these diverse schools because your child's going to grow up and have a diverse perspective and give to the community um, in the United States and around the world. I, I, I truly believe that we need to allow our children to go to schools that are diverse and equitable. So then let me ask this um, and you can give your final thoughts. What are the best ways for a real estate agent to connect with someone with, with the schools? What are the best ways? What are some of those things they can do? Okay, so um, write this down. The, one of the most important things you should do as a real estate agent is to connect with the school site and build a relationship. And you can build relationships by saying, you know what, I would love to come to your coffee with principal and maybe I can sponsor your coffee with principal and bring pastries and fruit and orange juice and coffee, or typically we make the coffee. And then maybe I can talk about real estate and, and maybe there's a topic that's of concern. You may not know what it is, but if you talk to the principal, do you have people that, that rent in your area? Do you have people that are looking to sell? So really think about that. And the other thing you want to do is when you um, build those relationships, yeah, it probably is very beneficial, but you also want to go to board meetings. You also want to sit and learn about the school district. And you want to ask the principal because you can't. You want to ask the principal if they would create a flyer for you that you can hand from the principal. And the other thing is that you also want to build a relationship with the principal and say, I am going to be sending people to you so that they can maybe possibly have a tour. Is there a good day that you can do tours maybe once or twice a month? So that when they come, I can say they typically do a tour on Monday and Fridays on these days. That way the principal isn't surprised. And then you build the relationship. And here's the other thing you'll do for that principal. You'll start to help build a relationship and help that principal build relationships too. So those are just a couple of tips.
So I just want to thank everyone uh, for joining us. And I would say to everyone that's out there, whether you're looking to buy a home or you're a real estate agent and you're working with buyers, take a moment, talk to your buyers and have them write a list of what are their must-haves when they go to buy a home? What do they want in the community? What, what do they want from a school district? What do they want with the park district? Do they need public transportation? Are they looking for a, a diverse community? And then when you're ready, call the school district and ask everything that Dr. Mina Blazy uh, just just uh, shared. So again, I'm Carrie Little, and this is my twin. I don't know. You went away now. Oh, I'm Dr. Mina Blazy. And we want to thank you for joining us. Everyone have a great week. Keep watching as we're going to start going live a little more consistently on social media, YouTube, Facebook, and we're also on LinkedIn. Everyone have a great day. Bye, everyone.